your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Thomas Welch. And I'm Josh Hyman. We got a fun episode for you today. Kirill Kaprizov signed for a big old deal for the Minnesota Wilds. So we're going to be talking about that and the implications it could have for the St. Louis Blues, for the Central Division, for the Winter Classic game. So we're also going to, going to be talking about Brady Kachuk, who still uh, is looking for that extension with the Ottawa Senators. We're going to be talking about a little bit of Robert Thomas, since he also does not still have a contract. And we're going to be talking about Jordan Cairo, because there are 25 days until the St. Louis Blues season starts. But before we get into that, I want to talk to you guys about our friends over at Rock Auto, because this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. All right, Josh, so it was reported today, a little bit earlier, right after I got off work, actually, uh, Kirill Kaprizov signed a pretty hefty deal with the Minnesota Wild, uh, solidifying him and bringing him back. He will be there for the Winter Classic game. He will be there for this season, a couple seasons to come. What do you think the impact Kirill Kaprizov has on the Minnesota Wild? How do you think it'll help them as a team moving forward, and what do you think that means for the St. Louis Blues in the Central Division? Yeah, it's crazy. I feel like the Kirill Kaprizov saga has been a couple of years long at this point between the whole, um, the initial signing, whenever that was, and then he spent a few years over in Russia, you know, is it, will he, won't he come over and play? Will he play his whole career in Russia? Will he ever come over to the wild? I feel like every single season there was, oh, yep, Kirill Kaprizov, he's coming over this year, and then it always fell through. Um, and then this season it finally happened, and he was honestly better than a lot of people's expectations were for him. I mean, I'm sure Minnesota fans knew how good he was going to be, but around the league, I think the name was just tossed around so much that, like, you're like, okay, there's no way he can live up to this hype. And then he just went, blew right through the ceiling of what that hype was. Um, absolutely lit the league on fire, won the Calder, and got himself a payday. But this whole summer, it was like another another example of, oh man, is he is he just going to go back to Russia? Is he going to be a one and done in the NHL? The the Kirill Kaprizov overseas rumors are flying once again, but they finally got the deal done. Um, obviously, you know, uh, Seth hosted locked on wild. He's psyched, but me as a blues fan, I'm a little, I'm a little annoyed by it. I'm not looking forward to facing him. You're not excited. I mean, okay. From a hockey fan's perspective, he is dynamic, electric, so fun to watch and Minnesota deserves a player of his caliber. Absolutely. They, they love their hockey there. They deserve a Kirill Kaprasov, but am I looking forward to matching up against him seven times a year for the next, or actually it's not that. Not that much. I'm used to the, the COVID scheduling. But still, matching up with him four or five times a year for the next five years? Absolutely not. It, it feels like the Central Division keeps getting more and more stacked with dynamic players, and Kirill Kaprasov is another one, and Minnesota fans should be psyched that they locked him up for the next five years, as I'm, I'm assuming they are. Yeah, I think they should too. And I, 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 you talk about Seth. I mean, I don't think there's anybody that potentially could be more excited than he is right now, but... Uh, you said it best, man. 51 points in 55 games played. Obviously, it's a short sample size in the NHL, but he's been doing it for a long time in the KHL. So you kind of have an idea of the skill set that he's bringing to the table. And that's exactly what he showed last year in his Calder season. Um, and that's what's going to get you 
$9 million a year, $45 million total over the span of five years for Kirill Kaprizov. Uh, but I agree with like everything you said there, Josh. Minnesota, the state of hockey, uh, they've got such deeply rooted roots uh, in the state of hockey. And I think uh, when it comes to superstars, they've been kind of They've they've got the they got the short end of the stick there Absolutely. in terms of uh, recency bias. So I mean, getting a guy Koivu, in, but even then, it's it not, not not to take away from him. He was a tremendous player. But when's the last time the Minnesota Wild have had just like a a player that makes you excited to turn on the TV every single night and can go off for three goals and make the highlight reels? It, it's yeah, it, it's 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 exciting. It's I hit at home on this point so many times. Um, Anything that happens this season that's good for the game of hockey is going to be so exponentially good to grow the game because of the new partnership with ESPN and all that. They're going to be able to have more eyes on the sport and a guy like Kirill Kaprasov being in Minnesota, a place where the sport is so popular already, can only do good things for growing the popularity of hockey across the country, across the growth. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. And he's got the personality to match too, right? Because at the end of the day, you can have all the talent in the world, but uh, if you've got the personality of a dried up fish, like, I don't know, maybe a certain Ooh. McDavid player, uh, oh, you're, you're not going to be, I'm just saying, like when it comes to maybe, media day and stuff, like Hunter Jack McDavid Hughes, is, maybe he's like the most exciting person ever and he's just being suppressed. Like Jack Hughes is a superstar and it's not because of his play because he hasn't really excelled in the NHL yet, right? Like he's done okay. He's not. He's not an absolute star-studded talent, but because of his personality, maybe his looks thrown in there too. I've seen a lot of TikToks about Jack Hughes, and I get it. He's a good-looking guy, but at the end of the day, you kind of have you have to have a collection of things and like a give and take kind of mentality. Kirill Kaprizov hits every bullet point you have for a superstar, uh, for a guy who's going to go viral, for a guy who's going to be the face of your franchise, uh, kind of like the blues had with Vladimir Tarasenko for a long time. And I guess he's still here, but yeah, I'm um, just still have that. <laughs> I'm just saying it's kind of, uh, it's kind of towards the end of that road. Right. But with Kirill Kaprizov, Minnesota is at the beginning. And a huge reason for that is his, he's extremely talented. He has the personality. Uh, he's got the good sense of humor, all those things you love with a superstar. And the best part is he's 24 years old. So we always talk about age on, the show and kind of how that's uh, we were scared that that could be the blues downfall. They went out and got Bushnevich helped a lot. Uh, went out and got sod helped a lot too, but we want to be bringing that age down. And with Kirill Kaprizov being the star studded talent that he is at the age of 24, uh, that's nothing but good things for the Minnesota wild. Oh my God. I would kill for a Kirill Kaprizov on the blues. What a, what a good problem to have. Be like, Oh man, we waited all summer for our superstar 24 year old to sign for a, a potentially below market deal by the time his his deal is up. Oh, I'm jealous. I'm always jealous of below market deals. So if you're jealous of below market deals, you got to check out our friends over at Rock Auto because with the ever increasing number of makes and models, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly, seemingly intimidating questioning? and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. You don't have to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more than the market value at a chain store or a car dealership. 
And Rock Auto is a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And like I said, their prices are reliably low. So go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Now, while you're there, you got to check out our friends over at DirecTV Stream because I want to run a scenario by you, okay? Let me know if this sounds familiar or not. You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, You're watching sports highlights on your phone. You've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the good stuff. You've got 17 remotes sitting on your couch, and you don't know which one goes where. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle of 17 remotes and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part is there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, Josh. So speaking of superstars and young talents in the NHL, uh, there's one player on the St. Louis Blues who has superstar potential and is a very talented young player, but he's not signed to a contract yet, and that is Robert Thomas. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. I think uh, the PTOs might have something to do with the Robert Thomas signing, trying to move some pieces, maybe trade someone and make something work. How do you think this deal finally gets done for Robert Thomas and what do you think are the key pieces that are going to be revolving around this entire situation? Yeah, I mean, I think it comes down to the question of whether it's going to be a bridge deal or a long-term deal. Um, I think all indications are pointing to a bridge deal uh, with him wanting a similar contract to Jordan Cairo. Um, we, I would be expecting to see him get uh, two or three years, something short like that, and maybe in like the $3 million range. Um, like we talked about yesterday, though, the Blues currently don't technically have that cap space available um, at the moment. Now, they don't have to have their cap space all shored up just yet. The regular season has, hasn't began yet. I'm not sure when that deadline is um, in order to be completely under the cap. But if they were to go out and sign him today, um, it's not like they would have to immediately go and make a trade afterwards. But the fact of the matter is there's likely still going to be some moving pieces as a result of this Robert Thomas contract, whether that's just guys getting sent down to the AHL and their money getting buried, um, you know, something kind of boring like that or something exciting like a trade um, is still a, a kind of up in the air. I think it depends on how quickly this Vladimir Tarasenko thing is progressing. You know, if they think that they're going to be having that money on the books for a few months, then that money's going to have to come from somewhere else. But if the trade's going to happen a few weeks into the regular season, then maybe they can just play around with the cap a little bit um, in order to get Robert Thomas in there. But definitely um, some final final steps for the blues to get this roster short up a few few t's to cross a few i's to dot um but in the meantime you know obviously robert thomas a guy they want to get locked up and no reason to believe what that they're not going to um it's just a matter of where that money's going to come from and who is going to maybe get moved uh as a result of that money needing to come from somewhere right so kind of going along with that uh this just popped in my brain now i forgot i saw this earlier but so the rosters 
uh, for training camp next week dropped today. A lot of prospects, a lot of big names on there, a lot of names that have a lot of potential, uh, a lot of breakout potential players that could very well make an impact on this team. One of the names that was not on that roster is Robert Thomas. So from the standpoint of obviously there's always holdouts and contracts and negotiations, all that stuff. You don't want a guy getting hurt uh, when his future is kind of uh, not foreseen at the moment. And it's kind of up in the air, but uh, does Robert Thomas not attending training camp or not being on the roster for training camp? Does that, does it bother you? Does it concern you? Uh, are you nervous that something might not get done or that there's bad blood there or that he might not be ready for the season? What are your thoughts about his name not being on that list? It's tough because that's another element of the, the media presentation of it is one thing. Like the fact that his name is left off the list, that's, that's, the, that's what us as fans are being shown. That's sort of all we have to work with for what could be a multitude of different explanations behind the scenes. Um, and until we get, you know, uh, either a contract signing or a, a trade, if that would ever happen, which I don't think and I don't hope ever happens, we're not really going to know. I'm assuming it's sort of just a technicality. Um, they want to just get the contract done. And like you said, he's at the point where he doesn't really need to prove himself in training camp. He doesn't want to go out and risk injury before he has pen to paper, uh, just because that's always a, a disastrous possibility. Um, I don't, I would be shocked if it was some sort of bad blood situation. Um, you know, there's no no indication that he was ever unhappy here or anything like that. Um, I, I would assume it's just the technicalities of working a contract negotiation out. We've seen this happen all the time with other teams, with the Blues as well. Uh, these restricted free agent negotiations can go on even early into the regular season. Um, I hope that's not the case here, but it's not uncommon for these deals to just take a long time to progress. Um, but it's not like it's a huge deal. He's not going to get upwards of five million. He's not going to get nine million like Kaprizov. There's no reason that this deal shouldn't get done, especially it being a bridge deal. Um, so again, I think it's just a matter of crossing a few T's, dotting a few I's, and the next thing we know, Robert Thomas will be ready to go for the regular season. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm not really concerned about it. I think uh, just because Robert Thomas isn't at training camp with the Blues does not mean he's not working out. Does not mean he's not training his butt off to come back and. Uh, probably wants to make as much money as possible this season, especially if he feels like he deserves more in the blues, maybe don't feel like he deserves more and they're not seeing eye to eye on the numbers. Uh, I think that's all the motivation in the world to come back and light the world on fire. Like he did uh, in his first season here with the Stanley cup and uh, really show Doug Armstrong what he's capable of and why he should be uh, a multi-million dollar player in the NHL. But another player who is a, who is, will be, and is a multi-million dollar player in the NHL, is Brady Kachuk. So um, kind of going along with the Robert Thomas conversation, I believe maybe last week or so, it was reported that Brady Kachuk was skating with the St. Louis Blues uh, and getting workouts in with some of the players here uh, kind of while negotiations are going on. And there's his his future with the Senators is kind of up in the air and we don't really know what's going on there but I think it's a similar situation with Robert Thomas he's probably working out skating uh, somewhere else while this whole training camp thing is going on but what do you think the deal is with Brady Kachuk do you think uh, it's more likely that he becomes a St. Louis Blue at some point than Matthew or I'm not really sure because it, it seems like Ottawa's kind of tiptoeing around the the big old contract right now I think Brady Kachuk should just wake up tomorrow and tweet the the eyes emoji, uh, just 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 to set the world into an absolute frenzy. No, 
There's no way Brady Chuck is going anywhere anytime soon. They, they still have his restricted rights. Um, he has tremendous potential for that team, probably the most valuable piece in their organization at the moment. Um, no reason for them to move on from him. Do for a any, C, I think, too. Yeah, any argument that you could make about, oh, well, he's not signed yet, you could just turn right back around on Robert Thomas or any other RFA that's still unsigned that just isn't as high priority. He's not going anywhere. Um, we did this whole song and dance with Matthew Kachuk a few months ago. Um, I would love to see both of them in, in a Blues uniform at some point. I, I wouldn't rule it out, especially considering the strong connection between athletes and St. Louis. Um, but at the moment, it, it just makes no sense. Um, but if he wakes up tomorrow and tweets an eyes emoji, then we could be having a very different conversation. Exactly. And if your last name is Kachuk and you're kind of in a contract discrepancy, we have to talk about you. I mean, we're going to do the same thing with Taryn as soon as she graduates college. So it's, it's nothing personal. It's just, it's just, it just is what it is in the biz. You know what I'm saying? Um, so going along with that, uh, if you're doing a pretty good job of keeping it is what it is in the biz, uh, and you're doing a good job of making those bets online, you got to check out our friends at Bet Online because they're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, NHL, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. That's at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And don't forget about our promo code locked on. When we come back, Josh, there are 25 days until the St. Louis Blues start their season, which means we're going to be talking about number 25, Mr. Jordan Cairo. So don't go anywhere. Hey, Tommy, I have an idea. I'm going to come back early. I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. So we got we we're running we're running near the end of today's episode. And we could probably talk for 20 minutes alone about Jordan Cairo. But one thing that I don't think we've really just hammered down. I want an official goals, assists, points prediction for Jordan Cairo. Goals, assists, and points. What did we say on the last one? 60 points, right? I think I think we were just kind of given like a range. Oh yeah, 60. 60. 65 would be good, but now that regular season's right around the corner, now that he we're getting all the reports that he's put on 25 pounds, grown three inches, his hockey stick, he's got two hockey sticks at once now, all the off-season nudes. He's what, got three is, arms, three legs, he's got, yeah. He's got rocket, two rockets, limbs. rockets in his skates. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think, oh man, this is going to be hard. If he stays healthy the whole season... I, I think he's gonna yeah 82 games i think he's gonna surpass 20 goals because and it's not just because like he's like the fastest player out there like when when this dude has breakaway speed right and he's beating guys like alex petrangelo and he's beating guys like eric carlson anyone i mean not anyone can beat those guys but it, it takes a one level of athlete to beat those guys and it takes another level of athlete to beat those guys and finish it right i feel like we saw i, I love jaden schwartz to death 
I wish him nothing but the best in Seattle. But I feel like we saw him a lot, all alone, him in on the goalie, Braden Shen too at times, and they just seem snake bit and they can't pot it past him. And like, yeah. there's just different types of players. Jaden Schwartz was way better defensively than Jordan Cairo. Braden Shen is a lot more physical than a lot of guys on the ice. But there's just guys that have a nose for the goal and a nose for beating the goaltender. I think Jordan Cairo is one of those players. And so for that reason, I think 20 goals is a safe bet. I would even say uh, if he passes 20 goals and he's still got games left in the season, Jordan Cairo strikes me as the type of guy uh, that is self-motivated and self-driven by personal goals. So if he gets 21 goals and he's got like 10 games left in the season, I would not be surprised to see him get 25. Um, you you hit the nail on the head there. I'm I, I'm going to cut you off throwing my prediction because I've been sort of formulating it. Yeah, as give me your goals talking. one. 25, 40, 65 points. 65. 65 I'll go. on the dot in honor of Eric Carlson, who he will be skating past many a times this season. I'll go. I'll go less. I'll go less assists just because I think. I think it's going to be difficult just because anytime we bring these new guys in, right, it seems like they struggle for a little bit. And like Bushnevich is obviously a very talented player. Saad is obviously a very talented player, but those guys aren't going to be on the same line. So that means right. it's going to be a couple new line pairings and kind of feeling it out situation. And Jordan Cairo is going to have to kind of reformulate line chemistry. And uh, once it gets the wheels under him, I think we'll start probably be looking at a point per game type of pace again, at least for some kind of stretch within the season. But uh, I think that kind of stagnant part, maybe at the beginning, wherever it might be of the feeling and out phase might affect him a little bit and assist. So for that reason, I think he can go get his own goals, but I'll do, I'll do 20 goals and I'll do, I'll do 20 goals and 30 assists. So I'll say like 50 points, but that's the safe bet. 15 point discrepancy between my prediction and Tom's. Clearly I have more faith in our players. <laughs> just call it like i see it man no i i th- i wouldn't be surprised if it ends up somewhere a little in between um but who knows maybe maybe he'll put up 100 points this year i think next season he's got a better chance i mean obviously he's got another year under his belt and he's got more chemistry with the guys but um i think that's the only thing that's going to be holding him back this season potentially for a certain stretch of games or however long it might be is uh those new recruits and it just hasn't looked good for new guys on the St. Louis Blues. Right. Tory Krug, like sixty percent Corsi, and it dropped it down to f- like forty. So that's uh, true. I, that's the only reason I'm kind of holding back a little bit. But I like your positivity. Maybe the flip side is Tory Krug and and company guys that are guys that are just settling in this year. Maybe that'll help Jordan Cairo because we didn't yeah. have a whole lot of production from the defensive end. Yeah. Can you imagine if they all figure it out together too at the same time? Oh, that that, was, that that kind of reminds me of a, of a little year I got on that uh that pa- patch on the the side. Yeah, uh, just a little Stanley like Cup that. year. Start off a little shaky. I don't know. Maybe go from like Stanley Cup expectations. Yeah, to all the way to the bottom of the division, and then maybe all Back the way to the, to the top. top and then yeah, I don't know. Who's That'd to say? Cool. But if it does happen, you can catch it all right here on the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. But unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever platform you're currently listening to, and smash that subscribe bell so you can stay up to date with every episode we post on YouTube as well. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at 12 15. You can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. You can follow us on all of our socials at Locked On Blues. But like I said, 
Thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, let's go Blues.